Welcome to Good Money Moves, featuring Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell, and I'm joined by Jenna Tobel and Michelle Dodd from First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning. Good morning. I haven't seen you in a while, Michelle. Yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah, it's good <laughs> to have you back. So last week, we went through all the different types of income, or at least the major categories of income. They were, well, let me get it off the top of my head. If it was active, it was passive, and portfolio. Yeah, you got it. Okay, so what are we going to cover today? Sure. So today we're going to be talking about some common mistakes that people make when they're trying to pay off debt. Um, So we're really going to be talking about this because paying off debt is obviously one of the best ways to improve your financial situation, right? Absolutely. Um, Yeah. So by avoiding these common errors, um, we're going to be covering today. Um, It's really essential if your goal is to pay off debt as quickly as possible, right? So it's also important for us to talk about this today because the amount of debt people are under continues to grow year over year rather than decline, right? So in 2019, a study completed by Experian, the the credit bureau, they found that on average, Americans are carrying nearly $90,460 in debt. Yikes so much money, right? This includes all forms of debt, including mortgages and home equities, which does kind of inflate that number a little bit when you think about how big mortgages can be. But you have a whole bunch of people who don't have mortgages at all. So. That too, that too. Um, so in being having a mortgage is still being in debt. So, um, you know, the same study also found that People between the ages of 40 and 55, so kind of that Generation X age group at this point, um, on average have the highest average debt at nearly $136,000. That's so much. As they're cruising towards retirement. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So needless to say, I don't think anyone wants to be in debt, but making progress towards debt payoff, um, it feels really intimidating for a lot of people. It is very intimidating. Right, so it's really important to talk about how to make that process more a more successful experience. Um, so if you're, uh, as we kind of talk today and you kind of are reflecting on how you're managing your debt and paying it down and you realize that you're making like four or more of these like common errors, um, then it's definitely holding you back from becoming debt-free. So hopefully this episode will give you um, some helpful information that will make uh, help you make some more real progress towards being debt-free. Excellent topic for good money moves. Yeah. So I bet I'm going to go to Michelle right away here. And Michelle, what's the first mistake that people tend to make when they go to try to pay down that debt? Yeah, that first mistake, it's the big B word, budget. Too often people don't plan a budget when they're paying off their debt. You know, you think If you think of a budget as your roadmap, um, you know, it's going to keep you on track. It's going to, you know, that getting debt free is going to be your destination. So what's that map going to look like to get you there? That's a big piece of, of planning. And, you know, we've talked budgets before, but I think this is a great way to add in there the extra that you want to pay. Um, you know, you need to know how much is coming out each month and how much needs to go out and what expenses it needs to go to. Absolutely. Another factor for a lot of people when it comes to budgeting is, you know, they do it once and then they don't look back. Like, oh, here's my budget. It's done. 
but we all know things change from time to time. Prices go up, things get more expensive. Your child is back in school and you know wrecks their jeans ten times. You need more clothes. You know, that, that all changes. So you really need to be consistent. Um, you know, if you're just yo-yo budgeting up and down one month here, you check it. The next month you don't. That's not going to be consistent, and that's going to impact you negatively when you're trying to pay off that debt. Consistency. Consistency is important. That's right. Um, you need to view your budget as like an investment in your financial future. So if you just kind of something that you do each week, so maybe you put on your calendar each week to have, you know, a little, okay, look at my budget session here. Um, you know, I think when you put things on a calendar, even if it's a work calendar, you still have that work calendar, you know what your schedule looks like. Put that in there to just take a look at where you're at in terms of that budget each each week, and that's going to really help you stay with that consistency and track your budget. You know, Michelle, uh, if you do it consistently like you're talking about, it really only does take a couple minutes right. each week. Because it doesn't take very long to go through it if you're doing it all the time. Right. You know, the thing with budgeting is you can see where you're going. You can kind of keep track of of your progress. Um, You know, and I think when you see progress, that attracts more progress to be made. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you're not making enough progress on your goals, there's maybe some reasons for that. Um, Keeping keeping track of your progress will help you stay motivated. Um, As you see balances fall, you'll get more excited. If your payments are barely making a dent in that principal and you're paying a lot in interest, maybe it's time to make a change. So maybe you think you're doing okay, but you need to be consistent and you need to watch what's happening each month to make sure you're not just paying interest only because that's not going to get you anywhere. Tracking and consistency. Yeah, I recently actually have a friend who posted she's been trying to pay down her student loans and she made a huge tag board and it, she called it a, um, the Game of Loans instead of Game of Thrones. <laughs> and she <laughs> had great. the total that she owed on that loan. Each, she does this for each student loan. The total that she owed and then how much her monthly payments were. And she had a little thing that she colored in every month. And it was bright, colorful, and big. So she posted in her house. And she, I think, um, just last week, I think the 920 was her last payment um, for that loan. That's so awesome. Kind of knocked nice. it down. It was obvious to her. It was right there in front of her. It was it was awesome. It fit perfectly into what we're talking about today. I've got this budgeting software that I use that if I have a loan and I make extra payments for it, it graphically shows you how much you've shortened the time it's going to take to pay off the loan immediately. So you get immediate gratification. That's really great information. Um, So we've definitely covered budgeting extensively in some past episodes, um, episodes 15 through 18 specifically. Um, So if you're kind of in an area where you're really realizing that you're struggling um, and you haven't done a budget yet, I strongly suggest that you go back to those episodes and listen. Um, And then we also have a free downloadable budgeting calculator at firstalliancecu.com that can help you get started with a budget and help you stay on track. Um, It's it's very comprehensive. And if you are First Alliance member, you get to access that really, really cool budgeting tool. Yes, the My Money tool in our online banking platform um, helps you budget automatically by tracking your um, spending and income that comes in and out of your First Alliance account. And you can actually connect accounts from other financial institutions into that software so that you have it all housed in one place to really give you a full picture of what your budget looks like in your financial situation. Makes it super easy. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to continue talking about 
mistakes you may, may be making paying off your debt. It's all part of Good Money Moves here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. For months, we've all done our best to stay. Chester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Jenna Tobbles here along with Michelle Dodd from First Alliance Credit Union. And, uh, well, we covered budgeting in our, just our previous segment here. That's definitely a term that we talk about a lot here on Good Money Moves. What's next, Michelle? The next habit that we have for you is really going to sound a little strange. But without this habit, it could be a real detriment to your detriment to your success in paying down your debt. So this one is savings. I know you're probably thinking, wait a minute, how am I supposed to be saving if I'm going to pay down my debt? How does that work? So bear with me here. Okay. Let's say you're paying down your debts and you're doing a good job every month. And all of a sudden your truck breaks down and you have to get something fixed. Without a savings account to pay for that fix, where are you going to get the money? So a lot of times people look to credit cards or look to a loan or look to something additional debt to pay that off. So without having some kind of savings there, it really doesn't get you anywhere um, in paying down your debt because we can never you know, expect that unexpected is going to happen. You can never plan for that. So even just having a small savings with an emergency fund, you know, $500 or $1,000 can make a really big difference um, when you're paying off debt over time. I know. So I've, talked, gives you something. I've talked to a lot of people when you say, hey, do you have an emergency savings? Like, oh, no, I, I use my credit card for that. Yeah. And that's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Get you out of debt one because emergencies keep coming up. Or, you know, I think of cars with tires. Yeah. Tires are an expensive yeah. thing. And what do they come up every three or four years? For me, I drive yeah. a lot. So um, it seems like it comes up often. It's a big expense. And if you're putting that on a credit card, how far, how much are you getting paid down in that debt? Because you're just re adding it on there. And that's definitely something that you can very easily include in the budget. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I would also kind of add to that. Um, it's important to continue saving while you're paying down your debt. So even if you have that 500 or maybe $1,000 saved in an emergency fund, like continue putting aside like even $25 a month while you're paying off debt, right? So it's not a huge amount of money, but it can make a big difference down the road, right? So if you're kind of waiting to quote unquote start saving until you've paid off your debt, that would be a really big mistake. And that's what Michelle was really getting at. So you should really create a budget plan that allows you to do both simultaneously. Right. So, and you can even look for an account similar to our Wincentive Savings account, where if you make, if you do happen to be able to save that $25 every month, um, you have a chance to win some cash prizes along the way, which will just boost your savings or help you pay off debt even faster if you were to win one of those prizes. So, it's, you really do have to be doing both simultaneously to be financially successful because otherwise you will end up in that situation that Michelle was describing where all of a sudden an emergency comes up and you don't have a way to pay for it except to add on to your debt and you've just wiped away everything that you worked so hard to accomplish to pay down your debt. So, it's kind of like, very devastating. Kind of like waiting to have a baby until you can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never yeah. have the baby. Yeah. There's no such thing as affording kids. <laughs> you just kind of figure it out you along figure the it way. Out, right. <laughs> well, but you're right. If you're going to wait until all of your debts are paid off, boy, oh boy, you know, you, yeah, you will not have made much progress down the road. And 
Very, very, very good point. Savings and getting rid of debt have to be a balance in the budget. Mm-hmm. So what is the next common mistake people make while they're paying down debt? So another common mistake we see when people are trying to pay down the, their debt is to not set a realistic debt payoff goal. You know, it can be exhausting to be paying off debt. You know, it helps to have a good, clear strategy um, and a focus so that you don't have to work too hard to figure out, you know, how you'll round out your next payment. How will this work the next time? If you've got a clear expectation of where you want to go to pay off that that debt, that's going to be helpful. Um, that's where setting goals can come in. So remember, and we've talked about SMART goals before, SMART goals are specific, they're measurable, they're attainable, they're realistic, and they're time-bound. There's a, there's a, there's a time frame on them. So right. kind of getting that plan in place, having a setup is good. Um, you know, it's more important to have something SMART, measurable, specific, rather than just, yeah, it'd be great to pay this stuff off. I really want to get everything paid off. That's what I want to do. I know in my younger days, I, with some credit card debt, I would say, I'm going to pay this off, and I would do good for about two months, maybe three months, make those extra payments and really try it. And then, you know, something, of course, would come along like an emergency car repair and right, right back where I was. So that's where your smart goals really, really would pay off. Yeah, and I think if you always hear that's always good to write down your goals and have it where you can see it. So maybe, you know, if you or sh- online shopper and maybe you want a little note on your computer with your goals that you're trying to pay down your yeah. debt it might deter you from maybe you know making that next purchase so one's a plan and one is a wish yeah right exactly yeah um and i think you know when you're talking about having that plan it has to be very direct um so instead of it well something like i guess i'll pay off my ten thousand dollar credit card in 60 months by paying two hundred dollars a month toward my credit card so you make that and then you don't use it again because that use is going to affect that, you know, your end goal. Um, gives you a very clear plan of attack, something to keep in mind as your priorities for paying off debt get challenged along the way with temptations, things that, you know, might seem like more fun to spend your money on. Um, you know, I know if you look at a credit card statement, there's a disclosure box on there and it says if you pay your minimum, it's going to take this long to pay off, but if you pay this much, it's going to be paid off in three or five years. That kind of thing would be really helpful to look at your credit card statement to give you an idea of how much you need to pay because then you can account for that interest that's accumulating. I also wonder if, as you do this, try to monitor your credit rating because if you steadily pay off this debt, I imagine that that's going to be reflected in not all that long of amount of time in a rising credit score. If if it's your credit card debt or your revolving debt, going to you're going to have more capacity which is going to increase your credit score as well that's great. that's mm-hmm. always a fun thing to watch mm-hmm. for sure yeah you can yeah, do that on absolutely. our online credit sense app as well so that's kind of fun to watch every month yeah i check mine constantly <laughs> <laughs> probably more than i need to <laughs> i just like getting a note every month that tells me it's gone up or it's gone yeah. up yeah. a little bit it's yes fun to watch. yes so having that smart goal yeah mm-hmm. they'll keep you focused you know on your goal provide you clear steps along the way um to move forward with that paying off your debt yeah. Yeah. You know, Michelle makes really great points. Um, and we definitely have covered a variety of strategies for setting financial goals, um, specifically in episode 25 of this podcast. Um, we also have some free worksheets that you can download um, to help you set smart goals in our online resource center at firstlinecu.com. And kind of as we were talking about this, it also reminded me of the episode we did maybe two weeks ago. Um, and we talked about money mantras. 
So setting a SMART goal can help you kind of create that money mantra for yourself. So when you're tempted, you remind yourself of what that goal was and it can kind of set you right again. So just keep that in mind as you're thinking about goal setting. Go back and find a quote that you can use. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to continue with Good Money Moves in just a moment here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're in the home stretch of the 2020 Twin Season. First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Well, Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell along with Michelle Dodd and Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. So we need to be budgeting, we need to be savings, and we need to be setting goals in order to be successful at paying off debt. So (laughs) what are some of the other missteps that people experience when they try to do this, to try to pay off debt? Another trap that people fall into is not committing to a specific payoff plan. It's important to have a strategy for paying off your debt. If you don't, you could end up stretching yourself too thin or not thin enough, and then you'll end up not making any real true progress toward paying off those debts. Paying off debt can be a long process, um, but it's even longer when you don't have a, a debt payment method. You know, you don't have a framework to follow and a plan to use. So creating a detailed plan on how and when you want to pay everything off. You know, think of it as setting an individual goal for every line of debt that you have. Like that friend of mine that did, you know, every student loan, she had kind of the big tag board thing for. Um, You know, there's some important questions to ask yourself when you come up with this plan. Which debts do I want to pay off early? Which debts do I want to pay off first? How much can I commit to a debt repayment? And what do I owe in total? Another big thing to look at is which of my debts have the highest interest and which ones have the lowest interest? So really there's two common debt payoff plans that a lot of people have used successfully. Um, and I'll talk a little bit about each one. So the first one is the debt snowball. And I love that we're talking about snow here. <laughs> um, but a debt snowball focuses on clearing away the little debts first. Makes it ideal for learning how to pay off you know, your debts quickly. So the idea is that you pay off the debt with the smallest balance first by making more than the minimum payment on that one and then paying only the minimums on the other one. So then once the small one is paid off, you work to the next one, the second one that's the smallest, and you pay that one off. So you're just paying off these little debts as you go. Then you do the same thing with each uh, subsequent one, and then your payments, you move that payment. So if I'm paying a small one and I pay that one off, whatever amount was going to that now goes toward the next big one. Right. So you keep making more and more payments on there. This is the one I like. Mm -hmm. Because eventually you're making one ginormous payment towards the biggest loan you have. Mm -hmm. Exactly. The other plan that we see is the debt avalanche. It sounds a little scarier, um, but it focuses on paying off debt at the highest interest rates first. So you list out your debts, you take a look at your list, and you list them from highest interest rate to lowest interest rate. So you get that high interest one paid off quicker. You pay as much as you can toward the debt with the highest interest rate, and then again, you make the minimums on the rest. Then as you pay off one, you roll that amount into the next one and continue to pay on that. This method allows you to save more money since you're getting rid of the highest debts first, or the highest interest debts first. You know, mathematically, that one makes more sense than the debt snowball. Mm -hmm. But the debt snowball kind of has that, 
get a sense of satisfaction right away. Yeah, it's that instant gratification you yeah. talk about, which we all love in this day and age. I paid one off, <laughs> yes. Yep, yep. Absolutely. You know, and another great option to consider as a payoff strategy would be debt consolidation, right? So we've talked about this in the past, right? Um, episodes seven through 10. But if you have got like an overwhelming amount of debt in multiple places, a debt consolidation loan can help you really simplify your monthly budget and in many cases lower your interest rate as well. Um, so it really allows you to have a defined payoff time frame. And since mo- most debt consolidation loans are a fixed term, you know, versus that open-ended line of credit that a lot of people struggle with, it just really helps kind of bring all of that together and gives you very workable time frames and amounts to to work when, within. So you're not having to focus on multiple debt payoffs. You've you've just got the one again. I imagine that. You need to have some pretty good discipline if you're actually going to do this because mm-hmm. if you don't do what your plan says, you could just be further in debt. Yes, absolutely. It's so important to stay focused and and have some self-discipline and some self-control when it comes to spending, especially if that's how you got yourself into debt in the first place. Um, it it really does come down to your own internal motivation to, to make it happen. So... Michelle, especially, I'm going to ask this of you. Um, is there a common mistake, or, or is there a mistake that more people make, make more than the others over the years that you've been dealing with people who are trying to pay off their debt that they run? I mean, we went through all of these, but is there one that's actually more common than the others? Is the hang-up that people run into? Yeah, the one I think I've probably seen the most in my career in banking is people wanting to use their savings to pay down their debt, thinking, well, I'm not making very much interest on my savings, but I'm paying a lot of interest on my credit card, so I might as well just take all my savings and put it on the credit card. Mm. That's that's a big one that people stress with, and people have trouble with that, and they don't understand to keep something in that savings account. But they're looking at, you know, 0.5% interest compared to 20% interest. So in their minds, they're saving a lot of money. In essence, is true until something comes up where they need those funds. And then they're pulling right back off the same credit card with a 20-some percent interest. Yeah. I could see where that would be a a bad move to make. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely known people who have done that very thing, and I just went, oh, why did you do that to your future self? Like, don't do that. (laughs) It's hard. Like we said, it it takes a lot of discipline. It takes you have to have the want to to really do this and focus on it. Yeah. And I would encourage people just to do it because... Just to start, and that's why the the snowball is so great. Mm-hmm. Is if you get that one smaller one done, maybe you owe three hundred fifty bucks on you know some store card, mm-hmm. and you set the goal, I'm going to pay the extra fifty dollars a month until that's done. You can get that one done in short order, mm-hmm. and the next thing you know, you got the fifty dollars plus what would have been the minimum payment to apply to another one. Right. And then get rid of that card so you don't yeah, use it. Yeah, cut it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Okay. Of course, throughout the program, we've kind of mentioned some of the resources that are available through First Alliance Credit Union. If you have decided to make this good money move and pay off your debt, uh, but where else can someone go to learn more about making good money moves for paying off your debt? Jenna? 
Yeah, so you're right. We've mentioned several resources available at firstalliancecu.com throughout the show today. Um, And we definitely have a lot of excellent and free financial resources and guides um, at our website, including our blog. Um, We talk a lot about debt payoff on our blog. You'll find a lot of good information out there um, just to help you get started and stay motivated. Um, Of course, you can find all the past episodes that I mentioned um, today at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast. you can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, Spotify, and TuneIn podcasting services. Um, but of course, if you ever have specific questions about your situation, about making good money moves in your life, whether it be savings, budgeting, debt payoff, whatever it may be, um, just reach out to our team at First Alliance. You know, our advisors are here to answer your questions and help you get pointed in the right financial direction for your specific situation. Oh, we mentioned. And- Go ahead. I was just going to say, and you don't have to be a member to reach out to us. You can just send us a message or pick up the phone, and we've, we'll do our best to answer your questions and help you. Well, that's really uh, – I like that. Um, we mentioned during the, this program specifically one of the tools that's available to your members, maybe just to highlight that because it would be so useful in paying off debt, and that's your budgeting tool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You – I had a lot of fun making that thing. I just want to, <laughs> you know, the, there's the, the free budgeting calculator that you can download off our website. Whether or not you're a member, you can access that. And then there's our online banking, my money tool um, within our online banking platform that once you become a member, you have access to. So we do have a lot of different resources that have different capabilities depending on what you're comfortable doing. And everything that we've been talking about that my money tool will make it so much easier to accomplish. Oh, absolutely. I look at that thing all the time and I just play around with it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Jenna and Michelle. Good to speak with you again. Hopefully we can do it again uh, in the near future. Thank you, Andy. Yep. Until next week, this has been Good Money Moves here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. From the News Talk 1340, KROC AM and